it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. There's something bubbling under the surface that is getting some attention, but not the screaming and yelling attention it probably deserves. If you haven't heard this, the Russian analyst who provided Christopher Steele with the dossier has been arrested by the Durham team. Headline Reuters, Russian analyst who helped compile Steele dossier arrested in U.S. probe. The Russian analyst who helped compile the Steele dossier alleging potential ties between Donald Trump's 2016 campaign and Russia was arrested on Thursday as part of a U.S. special counsel probe the New York Times is reporting. A lawyer for the analyst Igor Denchenko and Justice Department spokespeople did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Two sources familiar with the activities of John Durham, the special prosecutor appointed by former President Trump's Justice Department to investigate issues related to the Steele dossier, said that, the, that Durham had issued subpoenas seeking evidence from multiple sources, including people linked to Fusion GPS, the Washington, D.C. investigations firm that commissioned it. Well, Fusion GPS was hired by Perkins Coy. Perkins Coy is the law firm most known for being the home base of Mark Elias. Mark Elias has now resigned from Perkins Coy. Perkins Coy was hired by the Clinton campaign. So now they've got the actual Russian analyst who put together what became first a media leak, then what was used to swear out a warrant with James Comey's name on it, along with Andrew McCabe. So it looks like Durham has a songbird. Because this guy doesn't want to go to jail for the Clintons. Well, then again, we know. I mean, you know, who wants to get, if if my name is Terry McAuliffe, I don't want to be getting any text messages from Hillary and Bill Clinton. But now they've got him. Now, I'm not going to jump the gun. I don't know what he's going to tell them. I don't know what kind of a witness he's going to be, but he's been placed under arrest, so they have him. Now, will he be the next Jeffrey Epstein? It's possible. But now they finally made an arrest, a significant arrest. The analyst who produced the Steele dossier, a Russian. This works its way back to Hillary. Now, will Hillary go to jail for this? Probably not. Probably not. But at least Durham is making progress here. I can't wait to hear what Mr. Denchenko has to say. I can't wait to see who he fingers. Again, Comey, McCabe, Strzok, and Page signed out FISA warrants using the Steele dossier, no dossier, no warrant, to surveil Carter Page and George Papadopoulos. Kevin Kleinsmith, the lawyer for the FBI working under Strzok and Page is the one that removed Carter Page's designation as a CIA asset. 
with no help from com- com- uh, communist uh, John Brennan, by the way. So now we're starting to see now the Democrats, where, where the hell's Adam Schiff with his, with his memos? Remember, he had the evidence. CNN and MSNBC were putting him on morning, noon, and night. He had evidence. He had evidence that Donald Trump was compromised by the Russians. So much for Adam Schiff and his evidence. But I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens when they start questioning this Danchenko guy. Get the popcorn. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. Okay, to New Jersey real quick. I want you to listen to this very carefully. You don't have to know much about New Jersey to know what I'm about to tell you. Steve Sweeney was the Senate president, the state Senate president a Democrat who lorded over the Senate with an iron fist. He was defeated in his district by, and I, I, I do not say this with any, with, without, without anything that should even be taken as condescending, by a truck driver who spent less than $200 on his campaign. Headline News 12, New Jersey. Edward Durr, who campaigned on $153 in New Jersey, defeats Sweeney. New Jersey's longtime state Senate president, Democrat Steve Sweeney, lost his election, re-election, failing to, falling to a Republican newcomer who spent less than $200 on the race, leaving his party reeling. Edward Durr, a furniture company, truck driver, and political newcomer, defeated Sweeney in New Jersey's third legislative district, according to results tallied Thursday. Sweeney's defeat was unexpected and threw his party's legislative leadership contest into limbo on Wednesday when he postponed a meeting set for Thursday. Sweeney had been expected to return as Senate president, but who will take over and what margin Democrats will have in the state legislature is unclear. Now, maybe some of you were following this in other parts of the country. Maybe you weren't. Bergen County. Bergen County is one of the wealthiest counties in the state of New Jersey. And it's also the home of woke, rich liberals, leftists. It was trending heavy towards Jack Cittarelli, who was up by four points when they announced 100% of the precincts had reported. 100%. And then at 2 o'clock in the morning, like that, magically, it was Murphy who was up 4%. And all of a sudden, the lead by Cittarelli was erased after they announced 100%. Then we get this, also from News 12, New Jersey. Governor Murphy declares victory after Associated Press calls race thousands of ballots not counted yet. Democratic Governor Phil Murphy narrowly won re-election Wednesday, eking out a victory that spared Democrats the loss of a second gubernatorial seat. He will serve a second term, but the numbers remain close. Thousands of mail-in and provisional ballots have been, haven't been counted yet, but the race was declared for Murphy last night. Camden County is one of the last to get all of their districts in just before midnight last night. They hit 98%. They still have some to count, and they're not alone. Now, this could be nothing. 
This could be nothing because Camden County is as blue as blue gets. But then again, so is Bergen County. And what the Democrats don't want to accept or acknowledge is, just as you see, the police and fire unions marching on the same issue as Black Lives Matter in New York City, across the Hudson River, the vaccine mandates. Black Lives Matter and the police union are marching. They're not holding hands, but they're marching on the same issue. It would not be a surprise if in places like Camden, which is predominantly minority, that the lockdowns have been so devastating that people either stayed home or maybe they crossed party lines to vote for Chitterelli just because they're angry at the lockdowns. So look, the potential is there. They can count all those ballots and Murphy can expand his lead beyond 1%. It's true. It could also mean that what was unexpected is what happens. I see that um, Rachel Maddow, and I take no issue with her analysis here, that it is standard fare since 1980, since Ronald Reagan, that the sitting president loses, the sitting president's party loses both Virginia and New Jersey, both the gubernatorial races that take place exactly one year after a presidential election cycle. And it's happened through every president. Even if Murphy does win, and New Jersey might do itself a favor and get one of those automatic recount laws on the books, because you're talking 1% in most states, there would be an automatic recount or at least an audit of some of these counties where magically, after 100% of the precincts reported, the vote tally flips. How does that happen? Now again, It's Camden County. Camden could easily uh, deliver Murphy a bigger victory. But it's not a slam dunk. And the longtime Democrat bull, old bull Democrat Senate president went down. Went down to a guy who spent 153. Let me tell you something. Sweeney is one of the most well-funded. He's got a machine like no other. He's got a machine like no, this is a machine politician. How the hell did he go down against a guy with no name and $153 unless something's happening in New Jersey? You can't even win a dog catcher's race with 153 bucks. You can't win anything with 153 bucks. This guy took out the Senate president. A top dog Democrat. A guy who was seen as bulletproof. Right? They weren't they didn't even acknowledge this guy running against Sweeney. One with $153. Something's happening in New Jersey. There needs to be an audit. There needs to be an audit. But it's amazing how even News 12, which is a local cable service, is saying, well. It's the Associated Press. You mean this hasn't been certified? Yeah, well, it's the Associated Press. Well, the Associated Press is not the Secretary of State. The Associated Press, or any media outlet for that matter, doesn't decide who wins and who loses. 
Wines at 695, Patriot 957-2874. From the Daily Beast. Again, Murphy may eke out the victory. But one thing that ties Terry McAuliffe and Phil Murphy together was they they thought just screaming Donald Trump was going to give them a victory. Headline, the Daily Beast, we're screwed. Democrats worry about anti-Trump playbook. It may be useless. And it says right here, on election day, the guy that Democrats dubbed Trumpkin bested McAuliffe by more than two points to become the first Republican elected Virginia governor in 12 years. The finger pointing flowed freely and instantly among Democrats. Many fished out of the rubble a quick lesson as they wobble into the 2022 midterm elections. Think twice about making everything about Trump, even where he's unpopular, and focus on making Democrats more popular. They can't just run around screaming, ah, Trump, Trump, Trump. Glenn Youngkin did not spend any time with Donald Trump. Donald Trump did not canvas Virginia. These people who are screaming and yelling about white supremacy and white nationalism and white identity politics, yet nothing screams white identity politics like electing a black woman, immigrant, from Jamaica to be your lieutenant governor. Which in a state, first of all, if you thought the lieutenant governorship was a ceremonial position, just look at Kathy Hochul. But in Virginia, where you're only allowed to run for one term, the lieutenant governor is obviously going to be teed up for a possible run. And as a statewide figure, obviously teed up for a possible Senate run. And Winsome Sears, my God, this woman is a force to be reckoned with. She's out there daring Joy Reid and Jamel Hill to debate her which I think is freaking awesome. Again, I'll make the popcorn. Hell, you know what? I'll put on an apron and I'll, I'll, I'll cook, I'll, I'll cater it for you. <laughs> I just want to be there. This woman is a force to be reckoned with. She believes in this country. She believes in Judeo-Christian values. She's a proud immigrant, but an even prouder American and a former Marine. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.